make sure they talk to them about the issues that are on the ballot. That's the first thing. Make sure they understand how important this election is. The second thing is to check to see if they are able to vote possibly on their campuses because there are quite a few campuses that have early voting systems as well. So it takes research to find out how your young adult can actually vote. If they don't have anything on their campus, they need to make sure they get an absentee ballot so that they can go ahead and turn that in because that's also a shorter window as well. Welcome to the Southside Show, your local news and information source for Atlanta's South Side. Welcome to the Southside Show. I'm your host, Artie Jones III. The Southside Show will introduce you to the talented individuals, visionary leaders, and innovative entrepreneurs and game changers that make a Southside strong. Today's guest is Shanisha Ashford and Dr. Lisa Burton. Shanisa is the 11th Georgia State Director of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, having served from 2012 to 2018. The current president of Omicron Kappa Zeta Chapter of Zeta Phi Beta, servicing College Park, Georgia. She serves as a consultant to nonprofit and for-profit organizations. Alumnus of FAMU, the University of Georgia, and Emory University. Dr. Lisa is the community service coordinator for the chapter, and she became a member in 2018. Welcome, ladies, to the Southside Show. Thank you so much for having us. All right. Well, we're going to start with you first, Shanisa. Tell us a little bit about your background. Are you from the Southside? I am born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Went to Continental Colony High School, Bunch Middle School, and Frederick Douglass High School. Wow. And where did you matriculate after uh, after high school? I went to FAMU and studied newspaper journalism. Okay. And then moved back home and ended up at UGA and Emory. Okay, and professionally after you got out of college? After I got out of college, I started at a newspaper in Tallahassee before I moved back here. Okay. And then I've done multiple uh, community, community publication jobs since okay. I've been here. Cool, cool. And Dr. Burton, yourself, um, you've been a member of Zeta Phi Beta since 2018. Tell us a little bit about your background and where did you matriculate? So I'm originally from Camden, New Jersey, and I am Camden. Yes. So okay. Atlanta, kind of close to Camden. But yeah, I'm from nice. Camden also. Okay. Camden County, Georgia. Um. <laughs> Why you gotta say it like that? It's wow. Okay. <laughs> um. I went to, my undergrad was at Oakwood College, now University. Okay. And I got a degree in biology. Okay. And then eventually I got my PhD here in Atlanta at Clark Atlanta University okay. in cancer biology, molecular biology. Wow. Okay. She's smart. Yes, that's what I was about to say. She's very, very smart. Okay. All right. Well, um, the illustrious ladies of Zeta Phi Beta here in College Park, Georgia. You guys are doing some fantastic things. I've had the opportunity to uh, at least work with the president for the last at least five or six years, and you guys have been out for any event that the College Park, that the city of College Park has had. Mm -hmm. You guys have been there. We've had community cleanups. We've had voter registration. We've had the old National Merchants Association 5K race. Mm -hmm. We, you guys actually painted a huge wall in downtown College Park mm -hmm. on Main Street. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys are awesome. You are, you are, you know, very, very active in the community. Um, is this, you know, tell me a little bit about Zeta Phi Beta as an organization first and what are, what are you guys' goals? 
So Zeta Phi Beta is founded on the principles of scholarship, service, sisterhood, and final womanhood. Okay. Um, but for us, it's all about service. And so anytime College Park calls, we answer. Uh, Dr. Burton has always said that there's always something for us to do, uh, not just in College Park, but of course across the entire South Side. Okay. Um, but our main focus right now is on getting people out to vote. So everything we've done, we're glad to be in the community, but right now we're focusing on getting people out to vote. Yes, and that brings us to, um, I guess, the, I guess the big topic of mm -hmm. our interview this morning. Um, we're at a very pivotal time in our, you know, existence here. Um, we need local, you know, representation, state representation, and national representation. Um, what has Beta Phi Beta been doing to encourage people to really get out and vote and participate politically? Across the country, we've all of our chapters have focused on voter registration and of course um, getting people to pledge to vote. Um, that is our biggest point right now. Right now we want everybody to understand that we are in early voting here in Fulton County and we also want them to understand that you need to know all about all the races. It's not just about what's happening on the federal level, it trickles down and I think a lot of people don't understand that your local community is more important than those federal races because it's your local leadership that sets the tone. Mm -hmm. So we want people to go learn about their candidates, learn about the issues that are on the ballot, and actually vote early because we know there have been a lot of changes in how you can vote for this election as opposed to 2020. Okay, well, um First, um, I have a daughter that recently started college. Mm -hmm. She just became legal to be able to vote. Mm -hmm. What uh, advice would you give parents that have kids that are away in school, but they, you want them to actually vote in this upcoming election because their permanent residence is still here on the South Side or in Fulton County? The first thing is make sure that the parents talk to their, and they're no longer children, so I should say their, uh, Children, young, young, young adults. adults. <laughs> Make sure they talk to them about the issues that are on the ballot. That's the first thing. Make sure they understand how important this election is. The second thing is to check to see if they are able to vote possibly on their campuses because there are quite a few campuses that have early voting systems as well. So it takes research to find out how your young adult can actually vote. If they don't have anything on their campus, they need to make sure they get an absentee ballot so that they can go ahead and turn that in because that's also a shorter window as well. Right, and the absentee ballots, one thing that I have, um, I was just looking online recently mm -hmm. on behalf of my daughter so that she would be able to vote, but she still, you know, she still doesn't have a license as far as ID is concerned. So what can she possibly use as ID? Because I know that this requirement now, it seems like there's new laws now that requires you to have a picture ID mm -hmm. whenever you vote. Mm -hmm. So I can actually answer that because a lot of uh, members of Zeta Phi Beta, we work as election workers. And so some of the things you can actually have, if it is a state university, mm -hmm. you can use your college ID. Okay. You can use your passport. If you have a Marner card with a picture on it, you can use it. If you have a military ID, you can also use that or voting. Okay. Oh, all right. That's that's great. Now, um, 
You've been a member since 2018 in Zeta Phi Beta. What attracted you to the organization? So, as far as the whole organization as a whole, we do have a brother organization of Beta Phi Beta Sigma. Mm -hmm. And most of the men in my family are part of that blue and white side. Okay. And so it had always interested me. They told me, my cousins would tell me, you can't be a Sigma. You can't be, so I said, why not? Why can't I be, you know, what you guys are doing? They were like, you have to choose a sorority. And so throughout my time, okay. throughout my search, um, one, it was also to honor a lot of the men in my family. I became a part of Zeta Phi Beta because the principles did embody what I do as a person on a normal basis. All right. Well, that's, that's, that's real cool. Of course, you know, I'm a member of, well, you may not know, I'm a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And I can remember when I first pledged undergraduate, you know, on campus, it was always real competitive amongst the sororities and, and fraternities. But as I graduated, it, it, you know, you, you know, you guys are my sisters, just like, you know, the Deltas and the AKAs and the brothers are, you know, my, the Kappas are my brothers and, you know, the uh, Omegas and of course the Sigmas. Um, Sigma Gamma Rho and Iota Phi Theta. Yeah, yes. So, yeah, the Divine Nine. So, mm -hmm. um, are you, do you guys sometimes compete for doing the most amount of service and, you know, actually, you know, um, trying to um, promote scholarship amongst the other sor uh, sororities? Do you feel? I wouldn't necessarily say it's a competition. I think, you know, we all have different colors, but we have the same purpose. Right. So as, as long as we are doing as much service as we can and giving as many scholarships as we can, mm -hmm. there's no need for competition. Right, right. You guys are so very, very organized. Um, you told you, the last time we spoke, you told me about some things as far as voting that had changed that we, that I guess um, we as voters in the state of Georgia need to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Could you please you know, go through some of those things for our Southside show guests? Sure. So um, there have been changes in how you drop off your absentee ballot. There have been changes in provisional ballots and there have been changes in mobile voting. So the first thing is with the absentee ballot drop boxes. Yes. Uh, there have been changes in that. They are now inside instead of outside. And Fulton so County. So inside the polling inside places? Inside the polling places, yes. So that means that you won't have access after hours because the polling places are closed. Exactly. Yes. So from seven to seven is when you would need to drop off your absentee ballot. That's the first thing. The second thing. So hold up. Seven to seven, you got to drop off your absentee ballots. Yes. But that's the same time that the polls are open. Yes. yes. So what's this, what, what sense does it make to have the absentee drop off box inside a facility during business hours during seven to seven, does it, it, it doesn't really encourage anyone to, you know, it makes it a little more difficult, would you say? It, it could make it a little more difficult and that's why we're here to tell everyone to do it early. Okay. Get your drop box early. So we have a thing in our chapter that says, plan your drop, plan your stop. So if you have an absentee ballot, first of all, you need to understand that in 2020, Fulton County had 38 absentee ballot drop boxes across the county. 38. For this election, it is eight. Wow. And how many registered voters are actually in Fulton County, would you say? That's a yeah, wonderful question. Yeah. I know we have over a million population in exactly. Fulton County, yeah. but exactly. I mean, it's a considerable amount of voters. Yes. That's... Yes. Wow. Okay. 
So the drop boxes have dropped from 38 to how many now? Eight. Eight? Eight, Eight across the entire county. Inside a building yes. between the hours of 7 and 7 a.m. and 7 p.m.? Yes. Okay, well. That's the can, first piece. <laughs> right, now, can I vote on the weekend? Yes, you can. So there are two weekends where you can vote, October 22nd and 23rd and October 29th and 30th. Okay. So you can go vote on those weekends and we encourage everyone to go to the Fulton County uh, government website to find out the early polling places. So what hours on the weekend would that be on like a Saturday and Sunday? Is that seven to seven also? You would need to go to the website to find okay. out because it may be different for each polling place. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And tell us a little bit about, um, so the election day is November 8th mm -hmm. and the polls open at from seven to seven once again. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, um, and there's something you need to know about that as well. Okay. Because if you have a provisional ballot, it used to be, if you went to the wrong precinct, you could vote through provisional balloting. Well, now, now what is a provisional ballot? A provisional ballot. Well, I'll let Dr. <laughs> Burton handle so that. So a provisional ballot is basically a paper ballot that allows you to do the same type of voting you would do at the voting machine. Okay. But the new law SB 202 mm -hmm. says you must vote at your precinct before 5 p.m. for your vote to count. So if you walk into the, your, the wrong precinct at okay. 12 p.m., okay. they're going to give you a choice. You can basically vote provisional, but your vote will not be counted unless you go to your right precinct before five. After five, you can go to any precinct. They'll give you a provisional valid ballot and you can vote. Okay, I'm kind of confused, but it we tell people vote now yes <laughs> okay There's so a you lot can of avoid confusion that. so you can avoid all of that number one vote early because then you can go to any official early voting mm -hmm. polling place the second thing is when we say plan your stop know where your vote your polling precinct is because a lot of people don't know they may have changed okay. so they need to go again to the website to, and that is to the Secretary of State website yes. to determine where their polling precinct is. Okay, have those changed a great deal or it's just kind of up to the, I mean, you just have to go to the website. You just have You're, to go to yeah. the website. Mm. Because of the new, I guess the census that came out, some of the district lines may have been redrawn. Mm -hmm. okay. So you wanna make sure you check at the website. I believe it's mvp.sos.ga.gov. Yes. To make sure you know your polling location. Okay. And they need to understand that there's no more mobile voting. So if you recall in 2020, Fulton County had the mobile buses where they could pull up and you could go in the buses yeah, and vote. Yeah, the big um, At this point, they will only use those buses in a declared emergency. And we're not in a declared emergency anymore. So those mobile buses will not be used for this election. So all those big mobile buses or are motor homes are, can't be utilized. Can't be utilized unless there's, there's a an declared emergency. emergency. Declared emergency. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, my daughter did register to vote. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, she's a new voter um, and she turned in her registration information mm -hmm. probably three, four weeks ago, but mm -hmm. we haven't received any confirmation. How mm -hmm. might she be able to find out if she is actually registered because now we're wanting to try to get an absentee ballot since she's away at school. Mm -hmm. 
So I would say go back to that same website, the mvp.sos.ga.gov, mm -hmm. and put in her information, and it'll tell you whether she's registered or not. And you can also check the absentee ballot. If you ask for one, you have till October 28th mm -hmm. to get that request in. Okay. All right. What other information do you guys have for us on, I guess, voting changes, adjustments, anything that, you know, we, you feel that our South Side show guests might need to know? Again, we definitely say plan your stop, know where your precinct is, know where the absentee ballot drop boxes are, and plan your drop. Um, make sure that you're there to drop off your ballot between 7 and 7. Um, make sure you go to the Fulton County uh, website to find out the early polling locations. Try to get it done as quickly as possible, as early as possible. There's really no excuse at this point. You can't say you didn't have time. Right. You can't say you couldn't go because now you have weekend voting. Right. So if you plan to vote, which we hope everybody who is eligible plans to vote, please take the opportunity to go early because we know the lines on the 8th are going to be crazy. Right, mm -hmm. and if there are like senior citizens out there and others that are unable to get to the polls and they find themselves in the 11th hour, it's a little bit too late to get absentee ballots. Is there anything that can be done? Well, I don't know where all the polling places are, but a lot of them are near a lot of the assisted living facilities and there are actually community organizations actually go and pick up senior citizens okay. if they want to vote on that day. Um, but that's something they need to check into. Sometimes family members take them to vote on the day and they can especially go early if they need to vote. Okay. And that's something to check now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't wait until the last minute. It right. needs to be checked now. Okay. All right. Well, great. Well, what other programs, what other events um, is um, Zeta Phi Beta sorority um, promoting or coming up in the near future that you'd like to share with our guests? There are two things before uh, Dr. Burton speaks. We want to talk about anti-bullying. Today is uh, National Anti-Bullying Day. Oh, so today. Okay. today. So you may see some pictures of us wearing orange later on today. Okay. Tomorrow is National Domestic yes. Violence Awareness Day. Mm -hmm. So you might see pictures of us wearing purple tomorrow, purple okay. and pearls. And yeah. after that, and then on Friday, we will wear pink for breast cancer awareness, which will go along with the next day at Atlantic Station, we'll be walking for breast cancer, which is one of our main initiatives throughout the entire sorority. So you'll see a lot of us in the blue and white walking around Atlantic Station. We fundraise for breast cancer also at this time in the month of October. Man, you guys are busy. I mean, you have full-time jobs also, right? Yes, yes we do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, man, you, you guys have a lot of energy, and it's, it's a gr it's great what you're you know what you're doing in the community. Um, you know that rule that um, that rule that you know twenty percent of the people do eighty percent of the work. Yes, and it seems as though that you guys are that are that part of that twenty that do stuff for our community. Um, let's talk a little bit about the South Side. Just being on the South Side, the South Side show is all about. Um, promoting the positive things that's going on with the community. And definitely what you guys are doing is definitely very, very positive. Um, what are some of the obstacles that you 
see or I should say opportunities that we on the South Side should take advantage of being here on the South Side. I'm all about South Side pride mm -hmm. and also supporting the South Side, the things that's going on and making mm -hmm. the helping to make the quality of life better. Mm -hmm. What are you guys doing to encourage that? That's a good question. It is. Um, <laughs> You're doing a lot right now. <laughs> We're doing a lot. That's why I, I'm trying to figure out how we could answer this question. I mean, um, the first thing is I would say work with the organizations that are in uh, College Park. We work with Ignite on a consistent basis. So we're always doing something with the organization, whether it be um, Kids Fest or Thanksgiving food giveaway or the holiday giveaway, things like that. So one of the things is if you want to participate, find out what organizations are in the city are on the South side Local. locally and work with those organizations. That's not to say you don't work with the national organizations, of course, but you got to take care of home. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there are numbers of opportunities where you can go volunteer, uh, donate, just support those organizations on the South side that are doing the work. Um, another thing is go for us is a big deal about visiting seniors and things like that. And I will say that that's huge. Um, particularly now as we're coming out of COVID, we want to make sure that our senior population is taken care of. Uh, a lot of them were isolated mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because of the pandemic. And so now please go visit them, um, get that knowledge, right. help them see that we care about them. So those are the two things I would say. Okay. And then what is one of the, uh, your chapters, uh, I guess, best accomplishments? since you've been? <laughs> I would say service. Service. That is one of the things we embody mm -hmm. and our prince, our, one of our models is, is service is what we do. Mm -hmm. And we basically, we do it for a cause, not for applause. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, like um, but the applause is nice. Yes. Don't get us wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the applause is nice. So we do make service one of our main focuses in our chapter mm -hmm. um, to make sure other people get the things that they need. So that is our. Yeah. One of our biggest accomplishments. And speaking of applause, I can remember that we, uh, we, the city of College Park at the time, um, Business and Industrial Development Authority acknowledged mm -hmm. your chapter for the great work that you're doing here in the community. So that's a little bit of applause. Yes. And we loved it. Yes, Thank you ever so much. <laughs> we, we enjoy working with the organizations right. in College Park and on the South Side. Okay. And um, so what are the next, uh, what's the next part what's the next chapter for your um for your chapter for your what's the next chapter for our chapter <laughs> yeah what, okay. what are you guys looking at doing next what's the next big uh, next big opportunity or thing that you guys are going after goal oh um said goal um basically again it's all about service <laughs> um our calendar is always packed. Dr. Burton keeps our calendar packed. Uh, we will be doing the Thanksgiving giveaway with Ignite coming up. We have multiple fall projects, multiple holiday projects, multiple walks, not just a breast cancer walk as uh, Dr. Burton spoke of, but of course we have the Alzheimer's walk that's coming up that we will be working with. We have the suicide prevention walk that's mm -hmm. coming up. That's uh, one of the newest initiatives that we are focusing mm -hmm. on, um, particularly when it comes to mental health and everybody needs somebody. Right. And so part of the uh, suicide prevention walk is 
I would, I would ask, this is a personal ask, uh, that if possible, people go to be a part of that walk. It's amazing to see the families who have lost someone to suicide and they rally together and try to rally other families to help other families. So, I mean, we do a lot of walks, but that one is near and dear to us as well. And what is the date and time for that walk? That one is November 6th in Piedmont Park. That is a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Okay, and it starts at what time? The official walk starts about 12 p.m. Okay. And they actually, it's about three miles, I believe, mm -hmm. three mm -hmm. miles around the park. But they have events before that right. that you can participate in. They usually have a dove release um, honoring those who um, may have lost somebody to suicide. So it's a pretty involved organization they actually call out of the darkness mm -hmm. yeah out of the darkness walk. walk yeah well i'll definitely check my calendar and i'll try to I'll get my family also involved and get over there mm -hmm. it's it's this time of the year it's a beautiful time it's mm -hmm. just cool enough where you know it's not freezing but mm -hmm. it's not too hot at the same time and it's also a time because we're coming into the holidays where there is a lot of and i think dr Burton can speak to this you have a lot of depression mm -hmm. um and so we encourage we encourage everybody everybody needs somebody to talk to right. so please if you're going through things and and you don't understand your feelings please go talk to someone we want you to be here to celebrate thank you all right. Well, for our Southside Show guests, and if you would look over here into this camera, could you please tell them how they might be able to, I guess, follow you guys, keep up with you, maybe even donate, attend some of your meetings? Could you please provide that information? Yes. So our website is www.omicroncapazeta.org. And you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Z5BOKZ. All right. That's very good. Very clean. And is there any last <laughs> words that you would like to leave our Southside Show guest? Get involved. Get involved. Find a way to get involved. If you can't donate, donate your time. You don't have to donate money. A lot of the organizations on the Southside need your time. So please get out into the community. Donate your time. Donate your finances if you can. All right. Shanisa. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. Did you, did you have any last words? No, I think Madam President has said it all. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys so much for visiting the Southside Show. Um, if there's anything we can do here at the show to support you, please let us know. And when you guys' video comes out, please share it. You definitely us. will. All right. Yes. Well, great. <laughs> all right. And this is a wrap, folks. My time is up. I'm Artie Jones, host of The Southside Show, bringing you the latest and the greatest that The Southside has to offer. And if you don't remember anything from this episode, please remember this. Don't, don't sleep, sleep on, on the Southside. Side. Take care.